All right, welcome to week two of the Fantasy Football Hour with uh, Nick and Jay here. We're going to cover a week one recap and get into week two previews and also hit the waiver wire. Yeah, go to the waivers. Um, We do have a special guest. Um, I think we just start off with it, Nick, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Amelia. um, I tasked you last night with your start of the week. It had to be a player who had under 10 fantasy football points or PPR points in week one. So what do you have? All right. I have Darnell Mooney. Okay. Why is that? Why is that? Because it was rainy where they played last week. So I think he'll play better without the rain. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Amelia. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be better than It wasn't bad. All right, Nick, cut that out. Okay. All right, let's do it again. What should I say? You had it right. Just be more confident. Just say the weather in Chicago in week one. Well, I was going to say that, but I didn't know if they actually played in Chicago. Yeah, so you had it. All right, Nick, so start at 530 and cut it at 6. We'll start it back at 7. No, let's just just do a live. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. We're a live podcast. Sorry, we're scoring then. Um... All right, Amelia. Who's your start of the week? My start of the week is Darnell Mooney. Why is that? There was bad weather last week in Chicago when they played, so I think this week, hopefully with better better weather, they'll play better. Thank you. Appreciate that. I Thank also you, second Amelia. That. Thank you. I third that. Um, yeah, I think we could... Uh, Definitely expect better games out of Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet, hopefully. They were all drafted pretty high. Weather, obviously, permitting. They were – it was a tough week one for the whole team. Out of dub. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it is we'll what see. It is. I like that. All right, Nick, we want to start with waiver wire first. We want to recap. Well, let's recap week one. All right, let's recap. So, week one, what was your favorite matchup? I was honestly you probably it was you taking down Mikey. Yeah. I mean uh I was part of that one, so I liked it. But with uh Ed and Nolan. It started with the one that I didn't think might be tight. Mm-hmm. And about halftime I was like, Okay, Ed might run away with this one. Got past halftime, Michael Thomas caught a couple balls, a couple tuds, Saquon. Hey, in you fairness to Saquon was a stud. And he might, if their offensive line can stay healthy and they can play like that this year, he's a top three running back, top five, depending on, you know, who falls where and who stays healthy. But I like that matchup quite a bit. It turned out to be a little bit closer. I mean, you know, it's still pulled away by 12. But just at one point, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. Then it got real. Then Justin Jefferson played. I mean, that's going to make a big difference. It's probably the only matchup where both teams actually played well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just scoring-wise, for sure. And it was it was definitely big performances that carried a couple roles. It was. I mean, Nolan got screwed by Komet. We just talked about it. And uh, Cam um, Akers. Weather-wise, I don't know. I mean, you could say you should have grabbed somebody else. What are you going to do? He's a tight end. You would think he would be, if the weather's that bad, he'd be the safety valve. To get some of those shorter dump offs, you think the shit. 
Um, Cam Akers, we talked about. I don't want to shit on him. I I don't think he's a starter. I, I think he's potentially a drop. I don't know if he made that. But we'll see. It's probably mm-hmm. worth holding on to another week to see what the splits are. But we can move past that. I think that was a good game. Um, By the way, we're going to go back to me since you like that one. Oh, we got yeah, a guest. Yeah, we're going for a guest to Our on. first guest on the second fantasy guest. football hour. Second guest. Oh, second guest. Sorry, Amelia. Do you want to recap a game until they get in? Yeah, let's do your matchup. Yeah, let's do yours. You said you liked that one. Um, Mikey's team did scare me. Scare is a strong word. I mean, I'm never scared. Um, but it he, gave me some cause for concern. Yeah, I I don't think he should have played Robinson. That Other than that, really, I think everybody he started was who I would have started. Um, but then who else would he have played? Where is he going to play? Right, I, I was just going to get into Tyler that. I don't, you know, I don't really know who he plays over him. Tyler Boyd looks good, but you know why. I mean, Higgins got hurt, so that's going to look better. Um, yeah, I mean, my bench, I was impressed with everybody. I mean, obviously I picked them for a reason, but everybody played pretty well. I'm hoping that I have Daryl Anderson as a starter for the mm-hmm. Rams the rest of the year. And then we'll go from there. That's my hope with him. Um, Gibson, he's a starter. I, you know, we'll see how every week plays out and what defenses they play. <laughs> Um, Eckler, Sutton, you know, I, I think it's going to let down games from both, so I'm hoping for better. AJ said Jalen Hurts played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Arlo, hush up. I'm trying to do a pod. Um, Got love the kids trying to. Yeah, so what do you think? I mean, your team, you were the better team, like looking at it from. Yeah, just spread out guys for sure, yeah. You were the better team. Um, I got obviously Mike breakouts. Williams. Underperformed. Yeah. Alvin Kamara un- underperformed. For sure. And now here's our first guest on the podcast. Manager Whoa. of the CMC Blue. Go- Second guest. I I forgot. Oh, yeah. After my Who- own mistake. Who was the first guest? Manager Amelia. Amelia made a, a little popping at the beginning of this episode. We have one manager of uh, CMC Blue Balls. Hell yeah, what's up, boys? How you doing, Juan? Took I'm a tough good, loss, week one. How you feeling about it? Uh, I'm feeling good. Team's looking good still, I think. Yeah, I mean, Dak going down definitely makes you... Arlo, shut up! Yeah, that Dak one going hurts. down, missing, missing waivers. I mean, it's okay. We'll pick up another quarterback <laughs> sometime. Hey, I didn't make one waiver claim, so no one should be proud. Um... Yeah, yeah. Dak, that one hurts. Not that he got hurt in the game other than right at the end, but he just played poor. <laughs> Even in garbage time, you would hope he'd throw a tud, but hey, Nick calls him the the what? What's he play good against? He's a great bad teams. game. He's a great yeah. bad game quarterback. Right. Debo, I mean, he played well, but really I thought in the rain they they couldn't get him the ball in the air. He ran the ball a few times, was effective. Um, Waddle, I think, is going to do well with Tyreek Hill. Um, that's in a low-scoring game, and they both played pretty well. McAdoo McCaffrey. with McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, he's still in 16, so you can't hate it, but, yeah, it wasn't a great game. I mean, he's going to – only upside right there. I mean, right, like exactly. 16 is his you low. Would think that's the floor, is that? Yeah. So, Mark Andrews, I think that's the floor for him. I think that's a bad game. Sauce but Gardner the receivers played up. well, too. 
Sauce oh, did they move him down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Singletary, Jerry not Judy. loving it. But yeah, you know what? When RB2, J.K. Dobbins but JK is, Yeah, he practiced today, I believe, is what the reports were. So there's your RB2 if he's healthy. So, yeah. And Ant had a decent week. He got right around his projection points. Jamar and Joey Burrow carried him. Tough loss, tough loss. But you know what? Yeah, Dak going down really hurt. And uh, Singletary being poopy, as expected. But I think we have a good matchup coming up here in week two. Against yeah, uh, but you hitting week against a uh, gay Y, but you know. yeah, you might get pounded, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think you picked up Danny Dimes, that's my opinion. That's I, I think he's at. his floor for running even last week was like an underperformance, and he ran for 25 yards, like you wouldn't even have thought of it. And he had 188 and two toes in a pick. He was efficient. I think. What did we read off his numbers for? He was. Well, he was like two or something like something that. Something like that. Something efficient. So he was efficient in the air, and if Saquon can play like that and take a little pressure off of him, you know, and then you're not playing behind the sticks so much. That's going to be a big part of his game, I believe. I told you guys how I like the ball, so I'm hoping. Danny Dimes looks attractive, but you know it's like the, cor- the Corvette on there, the sports car Justin Fields looks even better. I was about to say it's Justin like, Fields you faked out with that one though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny Dimes, I mean, you- nice little sedan, you know, reliable. Yeah, I think he gets you fifteen to twenty no matter what. Fields though, I mean, he could have. I didn't love driving after- Justin Fields. They played in Lake Michigan, dude. Um, like Lake Michigan. <laughs> right, uh, literally. Nobody so, could do anything. Yeah, I mean, and he – right, nobody could run. Even running game didn't matter. It was such a slosh. Um, he still threw for two touchdowns. So, like, you know, there's upside everywhere with him. They played Green Bay. I thought Green Bay was supposed to be really good. That. Their secondary looked a little down, but I don't know what that means. Sunday night game. Hopefully the lights aren't too bright for him, but yeah. Plays two is safe too, in my opinion, so you can go with there. Um, yeah, other than that, you got any more uh, big waiver plans now that you you know you missed it, basically? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think I'm sitting pretty comfortable. I'm not, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't planning on picking up a, uh, a running back either way. I'm pretty confident in what I got. And uh, my receivers, yeah. I'm really deep in receiver. So, yeah, I like, yeah, I like London, especially after their offense looked good. So, like, he could be a constant. He had seven targets. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He stressed the field a little bit. So, there's definitely yeah, something like, there. He's getting a lot of looks. Sky Moore ends up, looks like he's not going to be too hot, but we'll see how the season turns out with, uh, with Patty yeah. throwing four TDs. I heard five TDs, whatever he threw. And then uh, Claypool, I think he's got still a lot of upside in, in the end zone. Yeah, for sure. I do too. Especially with Mitch because he'll be the one he'll rely on in the end zone like he did with Jimmy Graham in Chicago. 
Um, and then I, I have no yeah. idea about Garrett I like Wilson. Josh Palmer this week, too. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Footsteps kind of let me down on my side, too. I picked up Elijah Moore. I literally picked him up because I knew Footsteps would play at least the first few weeks. And last year when they played together, he was good. But, you know, Flacco kind of let me down in week one. So we'll see how they bounce back against the Brownies. Could it be Mike White, though? Ooh, freaking white lightning, Mike White. Um, yeah. So, okay. any big plans for the night one? Tonight, Uh-oh. no. I oh, got to make dinner, dude. What's wrong there? We got Nolan in here now. Whoa! Oh, Double blow! Oh God! Who's the, the producer of this thing? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, it's been an honor. Uh, I don't want to hear Nolan shit talking, so uh, I'm going to hop off. Hey, thanks for jumping on, Juan. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, thanks for jumping. Thanks for coming on. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> What's up, Nolan? How you been? Good. Thanks for having me on the call, fellas. Oh, this is awesome. Back-to-back guests. We could jump right into your matchup and yeah. see how you things went against that. <laughs> well, there's been better matchups for sure. It's tough running into the top scorer for the week. Yeah, that's always with an auto drafted team. Yeah, on top of that, it's the double stack auto draft, and he was the highest scorer in the league, so kind of got a little double whammy there. But on your side, I basically think you are probably the highest scoring team. Obviously, minus your flex and commit. Bye. I and do I don't think play. I don't think those should have been zeros. Even though I didn't yeah. like Acres, I thought Komet was decent. I thought he at least get you ten. Weather factor, Acres. I mean, just because I don't like him doesn't mean he shouldn't score any points. But yeah, the mindset behind Acres was McVeigh's kind of been a court. Even though he says he runs a committee running back system, he's historically always shown that he picks a number one back that usually exceeds twenty plus touches. Um, I just kind of was on the wrong side of the coin for that one. Um, it was kind of a toss-up, and it seems like he's going to go with Henderson moving forward. But considering that Henderson has kind of had some soft tissue tissue injuries in the past, um, it's not worth dumping. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the then, way running backs are shaped this year, I don't think he's a drop. I just think it's tough because, like you said, we're not there. I mean, we're just a bunch of dumb dudes playing fantasy league. And when you're told he's the starter, he came back in the playoffs last year, he didn't have to come back. And he comes back, plays, he looked a little slow, but you think offseason he gets that step back. And then first game of the year, he gets the ball, what, three times, misses a block, gets Stafford killed. Like, you know, there's just things that – obviously anything could happen going forward. It was Thursday game. It was the first game of the year. So – one of those things. Yeah, there's potential for upside. And then commit, you know, I didn't expect the monsoon that was out there. I don't think so, I you know. Did. Even the sham wow guy I mean, didn't drive that field for that kicker. So, yeah. And I even told Nick earlier because we went over your guys' game. Even in that, like commit, like I know, you know, with the weather, you think maybe just grab somebody else, play them, get five, six points. You don't care. Tight end's a tough spot in general. But even in the monsoon, you, I mean, you still have to pass well. You can't literally run every play. So you would think the short checkdowns, the tight ends would actually be there. The fact that he got none of them, you know, it just kind of sucks on your part. It's not that it shouldn't have been. It's just how it worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the preseason, he's been a big red zone target, um, considering that 
just Chicago hasn't made it down there um, pretty consistently. Definitely hurt his case. And then, you know, Bucker getting hurt in the first half, that hurt as well. Um, a lot of opportunity for points there, but um, this hard goes with kickers, I guess. Right. And then even if you look at the defense, Cincinnati, I mean, you basically – Pittsburgh played with the lead the entire game. So, like, Pittsburgh didn't have to do anything to try to beat the Bengals' defense. They ran the ball a little bit, short dump-off stuff. They didn't have to try to stress the field or anything. So, the uh, chance for turnovers just wasn't there. So, I mean, you look at a multiple factor of things. So, Yeah, I'm not upset with the outcome. Um, obviously, Stafford playing poorly didn't help. Um, Michael Pittman, you know, he showed out. Michael Thomas got lucky kind of with two t- receiving touchdowns. I kind of don't expect that going forward. So probably around a 14-point player going forward. So I have to keep an eye out there. And then Saquon had a game. Looking forward to uh, him kind of continuing that trend. And then yeah, the and just wants to talk his shit. No one just wants to talk his shit. And that's fine because the way he played doesn't look like a one-hit wonder this year. He, I mean, he looked explosive on multiple plays. It just wasn't one. It wasn't. Like, even the – he had, what, the two-point conversion? Yeah. Like yeah. He made that point. entire play. So, like, he looked good all around. Like, he just wasn't one big play. Like, I – you know, anything could happen. But he made multiple plays. Yeah, so it's, it's looking to see something worth, like, I don't know, keeping an eye out for going forwards. But um, long season, I'm not going to base my whole t- season off of one game. So, lots of promise, I right. think, going I mean, forward. We but we'll see. Yeah, right. We don't know anything more than anybody else, but you just hope for the best. Um, Swift, I mean, I talked about it in the week one Dog. preview. I He just – he catches everything. Like, he only had three targets, caught all three of them for 31 yards. Like, that's going to get you six points alone. And then he has a big rushing day. And really, Jamal Williams vultured two more touchdowns, which he mm-hmm. probably should at least have one of them. So, like, I mean, you're looking at a 30-burger from him too. Yeah, Swift um, definitely outperformed what I, my expectations for him with the, how beat down that offensive line was. I kind of actually expected more touches to go towards Williams. So I was actually surprised he got as big of a day as he did. So it's a good sign moving forward for sure. Yeah, because they lost the right guard before the season, I believe, like literally mm-hmm. right before the game last week. But the rest of the offensive lines, like they're a top they 10, did. top five offensive line. They're stat. And they did put like, some money on the offseason. Yeah, and – even with a bad team, if you have a good old line, things will happen. So, I don't know. They're hard knocks, too. So, people I, like him right now. I hope he he keeps playing well, even though he killed that one guy. Um, okay, so, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's look at your uh, week two matchup here. Who we got? We've got Matty. All right, give us a little Carter's Bible group. So, yeah, look um, – Quarterback play, I'm hoping to see a little bit of bounce back from Stafford, so hopefully kind of seeing a wash there. Um, I think Mike Evans, with Godwin being out, um, has potential for upside. He is kind of questionable for the game, but I expect him to kind of show up. Um, Probably share some touches with Julio, as well as Julio looked for that game uh, on Sunday. Michael Pittman, I kind of can see him doing the similar kind of scoring. Uh, Probably looking at 20-plus. I think 16 is a little low for his projection. Michael Thomas um, facing off against D.J. Moore. Baker didn't have a great showing. Um, it was kind of an all or nothing kind of day for him. So either he's taking deep shots to Robbie Anderson or um, taking check downs to McCaffrey. So I don't know if Moore's going to be seeing a whole lot, but he didn't see a lot week one. So we'll see going forward. 
And then obviously the running backs, I think I have the advantage there. Um, Kareem Hunt obviously had two running or, or receiving touchdowns. So that helped him. Um, Dalvin Cook didn't have a great week one, but looked to see a bounce back there for him. So I'm looking to kind of see an advantage there. Where I kind of fall off is definitely in my flex in my uh, tight end spot. So kind of lost there. I'll have to end up drafting you know, or pick up a kicker. Uh, Bucker got ruled out for this week due to his ankle injury. So um, just trying to pick someone up that seems to have a potential for kind of a high-scoring offense to fill there. And then defenses, um, I'm surprised to see him putting New Orleans against Tampa Bay. Obviously, Tampa Bay didn't have a great offensive showing last week, but they made it down to the red zone a significant amount of times. So I think I'm, they'll probably have a rougher week in New Orleans as far as the defense there. Um, Cincinnati's obviously playing Dallas without Prescott, so looking for a big turnover. Um, a lot of takeaways coming from that side. So overall, um, I'm looking to kind of swap Cam Akers for someone. So whether it's um, either Rex Burkhead or Montgomery, but depending on kind of – that might be a game-time decision for that one. Right, too. They say he's healthy and who – I mean, Montgomery's tough a couple leagues, so just that's the weather. It just played a factor with everybody, so you'll just have to wait and see. We two is basically – Fantasy purpose usages and then go from there um yeah i think everything you said makes a ton of sense kareem i always think his projections are low because he just like every time you're like oh yeah he's a running back two but like he's also running back two he's wide receiver three he's red zone one or two like you know what i mean he does so many things he's really efficient he's an rb2 Right, so like yeah, he's getting all the red zone yeah. touches. So you're seeing your. It depends how the Browns' offense is moving. So if they're moving the ball, especially against the Jets, he'll probably be down there pretty often. So I could probably exactly. definitely see him outscoring his projection for sure. I think Dalvin Cook had some pop. I mean, who knows what that means? He's getting a little older, but he looked like he had some actual pop. Which, when you're playing good and you're beating up on the Packers too, like that could always feel that way. But yeah, I be, I agree with DJ Moore. I know Nick loves DJ Moore, but. Just with Baker, he scares me. Like I said, the one big shot to Robbie Anderson, everything's going to come with reps. I mean, he literally just got mm-hmm. traded there at the beginning of the offseason. So, like, can turn around. Um, Mike Evans is Mike Evans. He's going to get – he's only going to get the ball five, six times, but there's a chance he hits the end zone. So, like, that's what he's going to be. Yeah, beat. and the games with last year with Mike Evans – or Godwin being out, Mike Evans, I think, was released 20-plus usually most of those games. So, um, probably seeing a bounce up or tick up there in the scoring. Yeah, it just feels like he's always going to catch a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, And when he's always going to catch a touchdown, it's going to be five, six, seven, eight points just from that tub. So, like, he's one of those guys you got to watch for because he can end up with two or three of them as well. Yeah. And then Derek Carr against Arizona's defense. I don't know if Kansas City is that good or Arizona's defense is just that bad, but you're going to see that probably a potential for that double whammy of Carter-Waller, hopefully. Yeah, Nick and I talked about it mm-hmm. last night. We kind of did a pre-run. Like Derek Carr, if he looks that like that much to Devontae, and I love Devontae, but like he's just gonna take their offense out of games. Cause like Devontae can make plays, but like you still have Renfro, Waller, and all those guys for a reason. Even like Foster Moreau, the other tight end, like you have weapons. So like just he could be a decoy a couple times too. So like I think they'll kind of work on that going into week two as well. I feel like yeah, a week one statement they're trying to make. Yeah, you'll see it's, he's just playing with a brand-new toy, so I think it's kind of one of those things where after you get settled in, um, you'll probably see the touches get spread around a little more evenly as the offensive gets, gets balanced out. 
Yeah, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like your guys' matchup. I think it'll be a uptight one no matter what, seeing who you guys play and who's healthy. Um, I, I agree with you with Pittman, too. I mean, what do you have week one? 18? He had, what, 28 or something like that? Yeah, that? he came out across with 27, yep. Yeah, 27. Nine I mean, he had 13 targets. Like, That's dude a had lot. a brunt of the target share, and they ran the ball well in the second. That was a lot of it in the first half, and then a few trickled in the second half. So, yeah, yeah he had a big game. And, I, I mean, I talked about it in the draft a lot this year. I think he's a top – I don't want to put too big a number yeah, for the top you've 10, got Matty top 12 Ice receiver. Hell. Right, and, like, he's going to get you the ball. And, like, he's going to be accurate with the ball. Yeah, so consider kind of like a knockoff Julio Jones in his prime. Yeah, you um, just got to hope he gets mm-hmm. in the end zone, and then you can really score in bunches. Which Julio never did. Exactly. Yeah, it helps when you got Jonathan Taylor on the team keeping the defensive honest, so they're having to stack mm-hmm. that box, and then you're oh. basically leaving one-on-one matches, matchups out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. The- I agree. Yeah. Because with him, it's actually one of those things where I wish he had another couple, like, decent weapons because I think it would actually make it easier for him. Their receiver core is so weak that it actually, you know, plays against him. But we'll see because it depends on who they play and how everybody else plays. They got a couple rookie receivers that Alec Pierce hit, even though I think he got hurt today in practice. Um, stuff Tyrus like that. Campbell's still there. Yeah, he'll be injured by week 10, but we'll That's see. That's fair. Um, Michael Thomas, I mean, I know what you mean about two touchdowns, but I think Jameis just finally went, hey, why are we not going to our Ferrari? Slant boy is open, might as well give him the ball. And I think he realized that in the second half. Obviously, they came back, too. So, I don't know. I think that'll build confidence with Jameis, too. I I don't think he's going to score two touchdowns. No, but I think he he finally started to realize, like, hey, let's get him the ball. Yeah, I'd like him to see this cement that wide receiver one role. Um, obviously, New Orleans has a lot of new receivers in the rotation. You've got Landry, um, Alave, and a couple others. So it's rotating those touches around, kind of really cementing who's going to give you the best chance to win. And hopefully, I think Michael Thomas, even though he's been out for two years, has the potential to kind of reemerge re- in that role. Right, and I think it goes right back to what we were just talking about with Indy, too. Like, I don't mind that New Orleans has other weapons because I think that actually helps. Mm-hmm especially since he's just getting back into the flow of things, at least with the offense. He's been hurt basically the last two years, even though he's played, you know, a few times, you know, jumping in and out. But I think that helps. Alave is going to grow. Um, Taysom looked good. Obviously, the one was a run, so, like, I'm not saying he looked good as a tight end, but we'll see how everything else develops for him and then go from there. Because even if he's just getting 10 targets and they're 5, 10 yards, as Nick Slice did, you know, point out exactly. how much of uh, his average target depth is. It's just not very far, but it doesn't matter. It's PPR. If he has eight for 80 and a touchdown, you're going to be happy with that every week. Yeah, I'm also catches for negative to... 10 yards. Exactly. I'm curious to see that yep. changes, though, with Jameis because he hasn't been healthy with Jameis, and he had Drew Brees before. And I don't think Drew Brees could throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field. That's fair. And so even with the touchdowns, he had five for 57. You know, you're scoring touchdowns, so you're not seeing what those plays could have been if they were not in the red zone. So it's just one of those things. But, yeah, I like everything else. You're flexed, like you said. You have to figure that out. But you got players that you're kind of sitting on the bench just hoping for upside on. 
So yeah, yeah. hoping some, for some return from injuries, um, and then kind of yeah. cementing kind of that flex spot. So we'll see whether Cam Akers kind of reinvents his role or someone else emerges kind of to fill that role. But yeah, uh, looking forward to see what the team can do moving forward. Um, feel pretty confident about this week. Hoping to have a bounce back. Um, definitely hurt scoring as much as it did and still taking a loss because, you know, week one and the waiver wires is critical kind of in fantasy football. So they hurt not being able to get any picks, but we'll look forward to moving to week two. Yeah, two zero bombs hurt. I like your team going forward too because it was just so spread out. Like everything was good, spread out, spread out, spread out, and then two zeros. Like that just hurts you so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think going forward you definitely have a team to look forward to. All right, Noel. We appreciate you coming out, buddy. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Thank you, Noel. Have a good night. You too. All right, Nick. All right. So that was pretty cool. Got our first couple. That was. Gaston had Amelia on, give us her uh, start of the week. Juan jumped on, went over his matchup, and then going into week two. So we kind of jumped around, but I think it breaks it up a little bit, too. We don't just go through every matchup and they go, okay previews and they go okay we're kind of over it so yeah it's a good break no one went over his stuff talked about some players who broke out who played well who did what we thought they might so yeah i mean it's one of those things i like people jumping on so we'll see if uh next week we could pull a couple other guys and see how they feel about everything i'm um, down let's do it should we recap some more matchups or what do we think why just run through a couple more just quickly run through them yeah we'll just say who won and did what basically so we had Ridley's bookie and Eric, which is the old Watson Rubbins of, which is Matt, Eric Matt and or Matt, Matt Conklin. Conklin. Sorry, I said Eric. Uh, Matt Conklin, and that was you, correct? Yep. Yeah, so that was a tough one. I mean, you heavily relied on Jackson and Cooper. Mediocre, underperforming games. I Matt. I probably went to T Higgins. Was a little more spread out. Order. Yeah, I, I agree, and it's one of those things. If and buts were coconuts, we'd all be, you know, whatever they say. Um, That's no, if uh, we'll uh, go to D butts. If if ifs were fists, we'd all be drunk. So uh, yeah, and then Matt was a little more spread out. Sammy Watkins actually kind of thought he was a letdown because it actually seemed like Aaron wanted to go to him a little more. But, that whole that situation is going to take a while to figure out. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, they played bad week one last year, too, so we'll just kind of see how things shake out. Lazard, like, did he even play? That was kind of a weird dynamic because I didn't even know he was hurt, and then they were talking about him on the injury report today. I didn't see anything about him. Started the game and then got hurt, right? Lazard? Yeah. Oh, he was rolled out before the game started. Okay, so, yeah. That was one of those things. I mean, I didn't know about the injury going into week one, so that was kind of a shocker to me. And then Sammy Watkins, you would have think, especially with that, like being the vet in the room would be the guy to get the ball, especially after the drop on the first possession. Mm-hmm. So we'll see going forward. Jonathan Taylor, obviously, top two pick. He's a dog. Um, James Conner. James Conner. Yeah, yeah, we liked him. James Conner yeah, did. Literally gave him his projection. Got a touchdown. Um. Kyle Pitts underperformed, in my opinion. I thought he was going to be a breakout, but with Mariota, we'll see. Even though they played well, I'm not shitting on him. I'm just – I kind of thought he would be relying on him a little bit more. And that's weird because Mariota made Delaney Walker like a good fantasy tight end. 
Oh yeah, like the was very good. Yeah. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, he was like my uh daily fantasy guy. So mm-hmm. him that drop early that caused the pick probably hurts his target share. The touchdown obviously makes it nice. The bomb to win the game. Sorry, there. Um shouldn't have happened. Even though the rest shafted, you know, I know. Um, Indianapolis got him 10 points, good for a defense, especially for week one. Same um, with the Rams. Yeah. Um, Matt's got Darnell Mooney on the bench. Remember listening in the beginning of the pod, Amelia suggests him as the start of the week going forward, just so you know that. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, you, you just had a bunch of guys underperform or did hurt. Dalton Schultz had a good game. Edmonds, I mean, a little bit of a letdown, I guess. We'll see how the offense kind of evolves. But it was against Elin. a Bill Belichick coach defense. Right, and they still won. So, like, you know, who knows how conservative they were getting and what they are actually trying to do. Um, Thielen, even in a win, see. who are we looking for? I agree. Uh, yeah, Edmonds. Um, they didn't get in the red zone at all, so I'm curious to see who gets the red zone touches. Yeah, that's back. true. Yeah, that's one of those things. Once you look at that number, because they have him and Mostert, right, basically the top two guys. Yeah, but – I mean, Edmonds out-touched Mostert 16-6. to six. Do they have some time or not really? This wasn't a lot no. of touches that were wrong. They cut Sonny Michelle. No. Okay. So. All right, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, he out-touched him, like you said. The red zone matters for sure because then you're counting on touchdown reliability. Um, like I said, Dalton Schultz had a good game. Thielen, which we kind of started to talk about, let down. But – I mean, you're in a positive game script, and Justin Jefferson was literally just so unstoppable that it's kind of hard to judge that. I agree. Um, and then kicker and defense kind of did whatever. Kicker and defense would average. Bench is decent. You got some guys to look forward to, and just you know, seeing who you want to start going. Starting for. Michael Carter this week, right? Especially if Flacco's going to hit him out of the backfield, that's definitely a big part of it. Um, we covered one. We covered Nolan. Uh, let's um, get to the last two and then hit a little preview. Steve B. Um, Tyler. Yep. Not, not much to say uppers about that game. Donners. He did change the name, which love that. Yeah, thank you for doing that. And we um, Devontae. That helps. Dude, and, you know, we didn't know exactly how to feel, which, like I said, it's week one, so nobody really knows truly how to feel. But everybody was like, well, he's got other people to share. And – I mean, Derek literally just tried to go to him every time they they ran a route. So we'll see how that goes going forward. But he's still so fucking good. He is. Like his routes are so nasty. But hopefully, with 17 targets, and he gets 10 of them. Hopefully, even if his targets go down, his efficiency stays up because of the way those targets will be distributed. It'll be a little less pressure. So even if he's down to 12, 11. He's catching eight, nine, ten of those still. So I still like Devontae a lot. Kirk, great pickup, number one receiver on Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is either gonna have to show that he's a guy or not, because not that they're gonna win a bunch of games, but at least be But confident. he needs to show something. Exactly. Uh love Joe Mixon, ETN. We talked about how I mean he's so Steve so. could also change his Steve also has another good name in the books too if he wanted it. Oh, let him hear it. Ass ETN season. <laughs> yeah. And Joku let down. It's, you know, 
you would hope Brissett was going to go to him more. Gabe Davis had a good game. McPherson actually, I mean, he's a kicker at the end of the day, so his opportunities are his opportunities. But with the whole but, game being what it was, didn't have as many as you'd like. Tyler's side, literally, it was more trash. I have his points it, came from two players. One of them was his defense, so that's how bad it was. Um, Josh Allen is a dog. He might get wasted on Tyler's team going forward. We'll see. He still has Derrick Henry, so I don't want to roll him out. Like I said, Derrick Henry, great fantasy running back. He actually looks a little washed, but we'll see how that goes. Um, Elijah Moore or Mitchell, that hurts because you're hoping he's your RB2 and he's going to be out for at least four more weeks. It actually sounds like, what, more six to eight? I think that's what it is. I thought I saw, I thought I saw two months. I mean, he's on IR, so he has to at least be out for it. But, I, yeah, I heard two months as well. Brandon Cooks, solid. C.D. Lamb, you would hope better. But, man, Dak looks so bad. We'll see. Obviously, Dak's yeah. hurt. We'll see what Cooper Rush can do with him. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, I've been kind of low on him all year. I just think their weapons are actually good in Detroit. And like, I agree. Depending on how they run the ball, he might turn into a little bit more of a – Kittle and have to block a little bit more. So we'll just see how that goes going forward. But if they're in these high-scoring affairs, you would hope he scores a little bit more than that. And they were in one, and he didn't. So we'll see. Uh, Damon Pierce, I don't know. I, I actually didn't hate the start, but, I mean. You can't you, go against Jack Easter being yeah, Jesus. just rest Burkhead playing, I don't know, is what it is. Kicker actually didn't play well points-wise. And then Buffalo's defense had a good game. So, not a bad matchup. We'll see what we two holds for those guys. All and right, then and what then do we got? Eric, Eric and, and Maddie. Yeah, Eric and Maddie D. Um, yeah. Low so, scoring affair. Yeah, welcome to the league, Maddie D. Eric fucked you up. How are you going to do about it? Um, no, I mean, it was, it was a low scoring game. Eric just happened to have, you know, a yeah, little bit more on. pop from Kareem Hunt. Um, and then he had some consistency everywhere else. Derek Carr still got 17, not great, not bad. Mike Evans has 18, solid. DJ Moore, a little underperforms with eight. Dalvin Cook, I thought he still, you know, like we talked about with Nolan, I think he still has some pop points maybe yeah. right there, but we'll see going forward. Kareem Hunt had a great game, a couple tubs out of the backfield. Um, Waller, still solid, but I actually – I was down on going into the year. I should feel better about him after we talked about that stuff with Devontae and them because I think his targets should go up. They should. They have to. And then Marquise Brown's solid. Hopefully, you know, him and Kyler just kind of getting warmed up. I mean, they played in college together, and um, Hopkins is out for five more weeks, so you would hope. Yeah. No. So, that's – he's got to play by that, so. Yeah, I mean, he had to get his points up, so – um, and kicker defense, a little bit of a letdown. Um, Ben, she's probably going to drop James Cook. I haven't looked at his roster yet. I haven't looked. A couple other things. We'll yet. see how they go. He dropped to a um, – Maddie. I mean, really, his team just kind of – really just injuries kind of killed him, in my opinion, because Keenan Allen was going to have a big game. Even if that big game is 20 points, I mean, that inches him up to five points away. Najee gets hurt. James or Josh Jacobs, we talked about it a little bit previewing last night. He ran the ball well, well enough. I mean, it's five yeah. or so yards of carry. 
they just didn't give him the ball. I mean, you get 10 attempts. He caught his one wrist target for 16 yards or whatever it was. So, like, he had a solid game, just didn't give him the ball. Um, Knox was kind of a product of just being up. Because really, at the end, that's all Buffalo really did. Stephon hit a oh, big play. Oh, they were just going Gabe through the big, big play. So, like, that's where it was. And then they're in a negative game. Or, you know, they were up on a positive game script, so he wasn't going to get the ball much. Um, McLaurin had a decent game, actually, you know, with their receivers and stuff. And even with Carl Wentz, There's I think they'll be solid. Dude. Yeah. But they were all three fed. Yeah. And, like, they had a solid, and Logan three had a solid game. Too. Unlimited snaps. Yeah, we'll see going forward. Yep, solid. Kyler, solid enough. We talked about a double SP. Don't By the way, too much. Tyreek Hill, when I think of Miami, I think of Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. He's already like the, the face of the franchise. Oh, yeah. The sunglasses, the way he talks. Him on podcast Miami. has been so funny. I love it. Especially talking about Jackson Mahomes. That's a great one. Um, yeah, so... Week one wasn't bad. I, I don't really know other than a few people that would actually be happy with their team. I was pretty happy. Ed, you know, I don't even know if he really knows that we're playing yet, but he was probably happy. He made happy. a couple moves. He made oh, a couple he moves. did. He's awake. Yeah. Good for you, Ed. Um, three Nolan, moves. Wow. Nolan, like we talked about, had a solid week. You know, a couple letdowns so, with zeros. Yeah, other I'll than that, Steve honest. had a decent week. You were probably let down a little bit. You and you, Nolan, and Ed probably have the best three teams, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll just see. Mine's a little more spread out. Those two have big pop guys. So, so we'll see we'll going see. forward. And then you just want to hit a quick preview of who plays each other. Or you want to hit – I mean, we talked about all the players, so I guess I can kind of all play each other. We'll just say who's playing who. You yeah, might as well. hit that real quick. Yeah. All right, we'll hit go to them, know who plays who. Yep. All right, so – I'll start with my matchup. I'm playing Ed this week. Projections, I'm projected to win by, like, a half a point. But we'll see. We'll see if T. Higgins suits up. Leonard Fournette's questionable, but he's always questionable. My thing is with this matchup, it's all going to come down to the flex spot. I have Michael Carter in this week. But he is Devin DuVernay, and I don't think Devin DuVernay is catching two touchdowns again this season. I love Lamar. Yeah, I don't be wrong. But I, they went a little past heavy in that last game. Week. Exactly. And Michael Carter. They were a little pass heavy in that game. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Michael Carter is I, I like it. I think the projection's probably close. It just depends on if the Browns get out to a lead and they have to throw and he he's getting a little more target share out of the backfield. I think that's where you get most of your points with him at. And then yeah, it could be really close going down to it. And then Jefferson, you always gotta worry about. But you got Cooper Cup, so hopefully those two even each other out. So yeah, I like that matchup. Grab the next one. Let's go. All right. So, we have Carter's Bible Study, Eric versus Racing with Rugs. Nolan, talked about that one a little bit. Should be a good matchup, yep. like we said. Yep. Then next one, we talked about this one earlier, you against Juan. Yep, Jackson if you didn't hear that, go back and listen. Exactly. Um, now we have uh, – Mikey the Goat, who has 8.5 projected points because he benched his whole damn team. Yeah, this guy's the worst. <laughs> I'm just surprised he hasn't way. picked up five defenses and dropped them all that way. Somebody couldn't pick him up or something. That's um, yeah, him not paying me doesn't surprise me. He's one of those guys that'll say, 
hey, uh, give me just I'm gonna win anyway, so I don't have to pay you. And then he doesn't make the playoffs. So yeah, we'll see. We're, uh, we won't recap his team since nobody's starting. So yeah, that's on him. So, and he's starting Jake Elliott. So we can, I mean, oh, he's got Kate a York is going to fucking. They're in Minnesota. So him. Jay should have a good, uh, a good showing. But Cade, they're in New York. We'll see how the weather is. Actually, they're going to have a really good be showing fine. because Kirk Cousins is playing on Monday Night Football. So yeah. yeah, we'll see. Primetime Kirk. Hopefully, he's kind of out of I that phase with the new I'm offensive coordinator. Solely for that but reason. We'll see. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right. Now we have Ant versus Tyler. Ant squeaked out a win week one. Props to him. We'll see how it goes. He did yeah, pick up I mean, it's one of those Julio. things. Projections. I talked about Julio at the beginning of the year. And, you know, like we talked about literally the whole time. We don't know anything more than anybody, but just the way people talk, it sounds like Julio looks good. He's building rapport with Tom. Everything's timing with those two, so we'll see how things go. So I think I think he's a great pickup and play. I'll be honest, Tyler seems looking a little rough in my opinion. He's starting um Damian Pierce and Pacheco at his RB two and at his flex spot. And the worst thing is is he doesn't have anybody to play over him. It's literally nope. just who he has to play. Yeah. So I would I would start Jacoby Myers over Pacheco. Yeah, and in, in the flex spot I would, but he's probably just going off of it might be a shootout and Pacheco can get in the end zone. But, yeah, other than that, I don't love it. But we'll yeah. see how tomorrow plays out. Um, and last matchup, one more, Steve yeah. versus Matty D. Should be a good matchup, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. But if, if Najee doesn't play, and, yeah, exactly. Kyler, we'll see and if he's And he's already on, mixing, missing um, Keenan Allen this week. Or not. Yeah, that's tough. But his receiver, he has good receivers. At least that could play the one and two. I think he could play Hardman as a flex. He could play Jacobs. He could play Jeff probably Wilson. Lockett. But Pick up Jeff Wilson. We'll get to yeah, that in I, a second. I, I worry about Najee. I, I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he is either. It sounds like it, yeah, it says foot, but he had that Liz Frank um, sprain or whatever it was, and it sounds like it was kind of an irritation of that. So I don't really think he's going to play. Not that I'm being a hater. I just it that's what it sounds like. And he's already um, playing behind a bad O line, and if he's any little bit if he does play, if he's any yeah, because little he's bit just not effective. Hobbled. And it's not his fault. He's just not effective. And basically all he scored was that touchdown. I mean he did nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he would. And I and like Steve's team. I think it's spread out pretty good. So I think so too. All right, let's go to the waivers. There's a lot of waivers. Yeah, a lot of claims. I didn't make any, which is, you know, out of the ordinary. So I wasn't really up on it. But when I checked them today, yeah, I had to even scroll a little bit. So, yeah, they were long. Hit yeah, with I, the first one that was made because who, who who had first priority? Maddie, it looks um, like. So it was Tyler that had first priority, but he didn't put one in. Yeah, so it was Maddie, yeah. got Jeff Wilson, probably the pickup of the week in most eyes. Um then I was yeah, he's just an someone. automatic start. Yeah. Then I got a couple of my top ones. I got Curtis yeah, Samuel. Yeah, him off. I got Curtis Samuel, Young Take 2. And I got Taysom Hill. I dropped Justin Fields. I didn't love that. But I also have Lamar, so I'm never going to start Justin Fields. Yeah. I mean, you're basically playing on a bye week there, so we'll see and, that. Yeah. when it comes. You'll worry but about I can it. drop someone and stream that week. And exactly. then – 
Fatty picked up Pittsburgh's defense. I like that. Don't love it as much. Yeah, as I, I wish I would have paid attention just a little bit more, but they still create turnovers. They do. Mika's you still a dog. Like it. Yeah, for sure. They sell Cam Hayward. They'll be fine. Um, Cars Bible Group. Eric picked up Carl Wentz. Dropped Tua. Don't mind that. Steve picked up Green Bay's defense. Uh, Ed picked up. Oh, we got one hot in from the wire. Nolan just added Gerald Everett and dropped Hayden Hurst. Huh. Actually, yeah. didn't mind his Hurst pickup, I, but at the same time, I like his Everett pickup. So whichever one he's more comfortable with basically is what it comes down to. Um, but I thought Hurst played well. He actually like made a couple catches where I was like, okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But we'll see. Um, uh, Ed picked up Robbie Anderson and Braxton Berrios. Did drop Albert O, which I might go sneak yeah, in on that. Nick, don't give away your secrets. I don't want to drop. But yeah, I think that's, that's a good pickup. I like Albert O. Um, Robbie Anderson. I mean, he dropped him for Devontae Parker, so who really gives a shit? But like, it was a big play, so we'll see going forward. But it was one big play. I think DJ Moore gets more looks just throughout the DJ game. Moore, I think Baker there, was a little bit hyped up at the beginning of the game. Missing I agree. throws. Um, but you saw right before the two-minute warning with DJ Moore. Right. The ball is in his um, hands. It, it is what it is. Um, exactly. Matt Conklin dropped Sammy Watkins and picked up Jarvis. I don't hate that, yeah, though. I don't mind the Jarvis pickup. I, I don't think he had to I drop Watkins, I don't, though. I don't – I agree with that. And then Steve picked up Donald Peoples Jones, dropped Paris Campbell. Good yeah, move. I mean, he basically Paris Campbell's going to get you two games. You know, Peoples Jones actually had some targets, and like it wasn't just down the he field. He had six stuff, catches so for what? There's definitely yards? upside. Right. That's what I mean. Like, so he was actually making catches that and weren't just deep balls. I think him being an underneath guy more than Cooper actually fits Jacoby Brissett's skill set a little bit more because. He's not going to throw it down the field. Right. And now he doesn't have to. I'd be forced. So, so yeah. And, yeah, that's. Those are the waivers. Did you have anybody that you thought should have been picked up or you were looking to go? I got one. I, I and I don't really care. Somebody could pick him up. I, I like Zach Moss just as a stash. I just. I agree. I don't know if they love Devin Singletary. I don't know if they love Zach Moss, but. James Cook fumbled, and they put his ass on the bench. So, like, they're not going to mess around too much with, you know, unproven stuff just for this year because they're but so good. So, I'll like, they're going to play the hot hand. No matter who the starting running back is in Buffalo, they're the second rushing threat to Josh Allen. Is that Which Josh Allen, like, this season for – I look at this season for Josh Allen being Cam Newton's 2015 year. Of the teams good around him, he's probably at his peak. And that I kind of see – I think it's between him and Mahomes and Lamar for MVP. Yeah. I mean, I got two guys that I'll basically end it on that are available in our league and just from Yahoo numbers are available in 80 or 78% of leagues for the one guy and 83% for the other guy. I'll give you the names and then why. Um, Dontrell Hilliard for Tennessee. I was going to say that. Because, in like I said, everybody knows I'm not a big um, Derrick Henry guy. 
but they play Buffalo, so they're going to be playing behind. So he's going to get a lot of play, a lot of catches out of the backfield. That's my thought, at least. Um, Warren might end up being the starting running back because I think Najee is probably out. We'll see, obviously, how that plays out. But those two guys, at least like Tyler or something that's like actually looking for an RB2 or a flex, like those are easy pickups. Yeah. And if you don't start them, you don't start them, but you might have to start one of them. And I think either one of them can get you 10 to 15. And even down Charles Hilliard, I think you could get some standalone value. But if Derrick Henry gets hurt with how many touches he's had, I think the smart bench stash. Oh, yeah, they already like him, so why not? Um, anybody sorry else want to hit on there? I got a couple, but sorry about it, Tyler. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hate, but, I mean, the guy doesn't even have a running back on his – Oh, no, I just picked up down It's Hilliard. not our fault. Oh, you picked him up? I like that. Yeah. Pickup. So – So, I have a couple. But I'm you still have that. Warren because – who does – Tyler has Najee, right? No. No, he that is. That was D. Damian Pierce, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. he is Damian Pierce. My bad, I got to mess up. But either way, Tyler. If you... All right, Nick, hit your um, So, this guy's available in 90% of Yahoo leagues. Corey Davis. I don't get why okay. he gets disrespected as much as he does. Yeah, he was very good in Tennessee. He was and very he was good in Tennessee. Last year. He was good last year when he was healthy. He had six catches for 70 yards. 77, 77. Yards. yeah, so even better. And he had so nine 13.7 PPR points. That's a good, solid pickup, in my opinion. And this guy's available in 91% of leagues. I mentioned him earlier, Logan Thomas. In uh-huh. limited stats, snaps off a torn ACL, had three catches for 45 yards and six targets. Uh-huh. Anybody he was else? very good I... last year before he got hurt. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Um, I do have one more now that you're tight end position. He's top projection wise. Because I have Kelsey in all my Yahoo. And I have him all three. But my ESPN league, 12 team league, I sat on tight end and I took him literally like in the last few rounds is uh, Robert Tunyon for the Packers. Because. I don't know if he was limited snaps. I don't know exactly the snap count. And I'm pretty sure he was just because he's been, he tore his ACL last season. So like he wasn't fully, fully back and still had three for 36. So it started at five times in a game. They didn't play very well as a team. So I just think going forward, he's a top, I mean, tight end so tough because you could literally say any number and like they could squeak in there because tight end such a crab shoot, but like he's a top 10 tight end, I think. So we'll just see how things kind of play out, especially with, Aaron, like, that drop at the beginning of the game, we'll see who we trust going forward. I think he's a good pickup and stash or pickup and play. I think you can play him right away. So somebody's uncertain. One. Yeah, go for it. This is a really deep one. Available in 97% of leagues. Okay. Kyle Phillips, little slot guy for Tennessee, looks a lot like Hunter Renfro. Had a good game, if I remember correctly. Six targets or six catches on nine targets for six for 66 yards. Yeah, and if he's going to play that underneath role, and Robert Woods didn't look great. So, yeah, I don't mind that at all. So, there's another – I mean, it's a deep pickup, but it's someone to look at. Yeah, I mean, we're a 12-team lead now, at least in this league. Other leagues, you know, 12 is becoming more popular. It's just, you know, if you play in a 10, it is what it is, but, like, they're just not as hard to find guys every week. But, yeah, I don't mind any of those guys, I think. You could play any one of them we mentioned and be 
happy with the okay. result. It might not be a blow-up week, but yeah. So I don't know. I think it was a good episode, Nick. Hopefully people enjoyed it. Um, if you too. tune in week one, had some good listens, so I appreciate everybody. Um, Hope to see you back. Apple Podcast, Spotify, um, download. That's the biggest way to get us out there. And Leave then, us five uh, stars. Listen. Yeah. Like Greatest five stars. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good week. See you guys next week.